Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, my loves. I'm so excited to share this conversation I had with Saba Ali. Saba is an entrepreneur, business coach, two times TEDx speaker, number one best selling author who is on a mission to create unforgettable lives. Known for her branding work, she has assisted hundreds of passionate CEOs clarify their brand message, marketing strategy, and sales process to create an unforgettable brand that sells online organically. With clients based worldwide, she has helped generate in total over $1 million in revenue for her clients. Her work has been featured in Forbes, NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox News. In this episode, Saba and I talk about the importance of your personal brand, where to begin in creating your brand, internal and external aspects, and how we can begin showing up more authentically now. Thank you so much, Saba, for making the time to be on the show today. I'm so excited to have you here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. So we did an IG live together and I just loved the back and forth and I just loved everything you had to share. So I was like, I need to have you on the podcast. I feel like our listeners can really benefit from your perspective on personal branding. And that's what I really want to delve into today. Yes, yes. I'm so excited to talk about that because of course I'm all about branding. And before I even ever got started in my business, I was like, quote unquote, building a brand without really even knowing it. So yeah, it's going to be such a great topic. Amazing. Okay. So that actually leads me to the first thing. It's like, who should be concerned about building a personal brand? Yeah, honestly, everybody. (laughs) Every single person. And it's funny because I want to say like, like five years ago, I want to say that's when um, people were just getting an understanding of what personal branding was, but they didn't really take it seriously. And I remember for me, once again, I'll share just a little bit about my backstory. I got started in the online space when I was 19 years old in college. I'm 25 years old now. And for the first three to four years, all I was doing online was creating content, documenting my story, creating video, and just sharing my life, but also valuable tips that people could implement and make a change in their life. So back then, I didn't know I was building a brand, but I started to build an audience. So what happened of course, when I actually got into coaching, people started to come to me asking for help. How are you growing your audience? How are you creating content? How are you, you know, speaking on stages, getting features on NBC, ABC? And I realized it was because of my actual personality. So when I did actually launch a coaching business, it wasn't difficult for me to get clients because people fell in love with me first. So Of course, I started to coach on branding, but when I did that, 
a lot of the quote unquote backlash I got from people that were in the industry was branding isn't important because when people think about branding, the way I like to describe it is two separate things. You have external branding and then you have internal branding. A lot of people, you know, categorize branding as a whole in terms of external, which is colors, website, logo, which is still important, but it's not as important as the embodiment of your personality, your identity, and your messaging. So I remember it's, I just laughed because I used to preach, you know, back when people were just trying to, you know, understand where personal, personal branding was, is do it now because now in 2021, 2022, it's like the the hot thing, right? Everyone's talking about it. people finally are understanding why it's important. Um, so yeah, like I feel like everyone needs to have one, regardless of if you're an entrepreneur or running a business, even in corporate, it's important because if people know you, you get so many more opportunities that way. Um, I love that. I love that you were just sharing your life and then along the way you built this brand. And it's interesting. Um, that you say that because I think people have this idea that like when I'm about to launch something, then I'll worry about my brand. But it's like the person is, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm like guessing here, but from my experience, it's like the person has been the most important part of the company brand. So if I compare like my personal LinkedIn to my company LinkedIn, I have way more connections and I get a lot more traffic. Not that I'm even really active in there. Okay. I'm kind of like slack with it, but so much more when it's my face and my personality versus my company. So Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. the people get to know you first and then they decide whether they want to buy your product more so than you develop this product and then think about the branding later. Yeah. And like one of the best examples I like to talk about is even look at huge brands like Nike and Chanel and Gucci. That's one of the reasons why they use celebrities and brand ambassadors because people love celebrities. Of course, if they see, you know, like Kylie Jenner promoting something, they're going to buy it regardless of what the product is. So that's just a perfect example of, of course, people like companies, but they resonate with people much more just because there is real emotion story and that connection behind it. Mm, I love that. And I think that really speaks to the fact that we need to get out there and put our face out there, regardless if we have the, you're saying that the internal brand and then the external print, I find that so many people, and I was one of these people too, back in like 2014 or whenever I started being in this space, I was like, let me just get my logo designed and then I will be set. Once I I have my, (laughs) it's so ridiculous. And, you know, I still have clients like that who, who they're investing all this money in, in their website. I'm like, your personal brand is going to evolve. Like I wouldn't double down on a website until I'm more embodied and secure in my personal brand before I'd commit to this logo and website. And I find that a lot of people spend a lot of time in the external part and not enough in the internal. And and what you're saying, what I'm hearing is that the internal part is actually should be leading the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I want to say like, if you're just starting your business, like once again, there's nothing wrong to have like 
an aesthetically pleasing external brand. I think that's amazing. But yeah, just like what you said, people spend so much time doing that, that they don't even get to the point of actually crafting their offer, selling it, or having an embodied message when they are creating content. Because at the end of the day, I always look at myself, like I'm basically the client I want to attract. So as a consumer, I don't really look at, you know, are their images aesthetically pleasing? Do they have a website? Like I've bought thousands and thousands of dollars worth of programs and products from people who don't even have a website, right? So it's like 2022, like your social media is your website. So it's not really even that important anymore, but, you know, really take a look at when you are buying even from, you know, your own coaches or even just physical products at the store, you're probably not really looking at the label or the colors. It's more about the, the message or like the ingredients in the product, the value, how does it actually make you feel? Because whether you're selling a coaching program or what I sometimes say is like a candle, right? It's more about how you change someone's life rather than once again, like how it, it might be visually portrayed. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I don't know if you've experienced this as well, because you've been in this field for a long time. It's like I found that my brand has changed. And the only way that I got to where I am now, and I'm sure it'll still evolve and it'll change again, but was through actually showing up and Mm-hmm. you know, doing videos and talking and finding my voice. Like I didn't just arrive one day. I didn't just pick a logo and then like I secured my brand and now I'm going to stay consistent. It's like, yeah. you know, I think sometimes we're too much in our heads about getting <laughs> these things in a row before we put ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And that reminds me and takes me back to when I was in college, like back then, once again, I didn't have the intention to ever even start a business to ever sell anything. So for me, I like to say when people are in the beginning stages, it is really fun because you're just so excited to, you know, get your ring light and start creating videos and making the posts. And it's really fun. And that's also where you, you care less because you just want to go out there and create. Right. And then sometimes I know this happened to me and this is probably like year year or two in my business, of course, when there's so many people watching you, you have clients, you're scaling, you have a team. Sometimes you feel that pressure where you, you almost have to show up in a certain way. And that dims the real authenticity of how you were showing up when you first started. So one thing I always like to say is like, how can you bring more like day one back into now, right? Like what can you do that brings that spark that brings that energy back Um, because yeah, like once again, like your brand, it is going to evolve. When I was in college, I was targeting college students. I was talking about things that were completely different. And now as I've grown, my message is completely, you know, focused on people that are scaling, have a bigger vision. And it's not just make money online anymore. Right. So I think that just so spot on because naturally as entrepreneurs, we're going to grow. And as we grow, we're going to have different messages along the way. Mm, Cool. So what, so is what you're saying is that once we've kind of cemented our brand, let's say, and we, we have this like idea of who we are online or, or how we present ourselves, that it can take away maybe some of that creativity that we had, or that like, I don't know, 
that's what you said, authenticity. So do you feel like we can get to a point where we're trying to fit the mold too much of what our brand identity is? Have you seen, did you experience that yourself? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm always so transparent about how I've built my business. It, like, like you come to a point sometimes where you've almost even like plateaued in your business. It's like, you're doing well, but then you see this person over here, right. And you really look up to her or him and they're doing so well. And you're like, okay, how can I be of course more like them? So I can get the same level of success that they also have. But sometimes when we do that, once again, we block our real um, voice and authenticity and story because we start to act like that individual instead of acting more as us. So I went down that rabbit hole before because I was like, okay, if I can be more like them, then of course I can get the success. But once again, it's like, I don't coach my clients to be like me. I coach them to be more of themselves because one of the main things that I've seen happen in the online space is people hide and, you know, not show the sides that is actually going to allow them to stand out the most, right? Because they fear they're not going to fit in it's exactly what you want to do. So it's kind of contradicting. It's like you want to fit in, but you want to stand out, but you don't want to be judged and you don't want to be hated. So then it's like this back and forth between like, what the hell do we do? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm so glad that you shared that aspect of like getting to a point when in your brand, because I know I got there too, where I was like, well, okay, so where do I go from here? And I mm-hmm. found myself like trying to like take from different brands and, and make it my own. But the problem was it wasn't my own because yeah. I was, I was too much focused on like their brand. And mm-hmm eventually I was like, this is, this, this is not me. Like, what am I doing? But I think it's so common, you know, I'm sure Mm -hmm. we've all had people, uh, like copy our copy, like word for word. I've had people like copy and paste my, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you have something amazing to say. Mm -hmm. And you used my exact language. So people that know you are going to know you don't speak like that. And, um, and I just feel like you're so right. It's, it's this like conflicting thing and we want to be accepted but then at the same time we need for us to be truly exceptional we need to stand out but then like the psychology behind that is like that could equal death uh so I don't know if I want to stand out and um so let me just mirror someone Mm -hmm. that I know people like and I've mm-hmm. seen this so much and I've definitely done it in the past too. And I think it's really important and really good for us to share that so that people can yeah. see that that's not, that's not going to lead to your highest success because it's not authentically you. So I think that goes into, uh, you can add anything on that if you want, then I, I really want to talk about authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just add in one more point. It's like, yeah, I want to say there's always a fine line, right? It's like, I, I look up to even you, you know, I look up to other people in this space. I'm like, there's elements that I love about individuals. And that's where also like, you can aspire to be, 
you know, to grab those traits and then embody them in your own way. Right. So it's like at one point also I would look at these people and be like, oh, I'm jealous. And now I'm like, okay, they're winning because they've done this. How can I take some of their elements? And then of course embody it into myself. So I can also have my own version of success. But no, everything that you said is just is yeah, spot on. Yeah, I love that. So so let's talk about authenticity in terms of how do we know that what we are doing is, is authentically ours? Like how does someone who is just starting out in the space, maybe doesn't really have their brand clear. Um, how do they, yeah, just ensure that they're being the most authentic to themselves? Is there a process that they can, um, go through or what would you recommend? Yeah. So when I think about branding, um, I talk about three elements when it comes to, I don't want to say identifying, but more so like creating your brand. Um, so the first part that I like to talk about is your true identity slash personality. So your identity is more about like who, like who actually are you? Like, why are you showing up online? Why do you even have social media? Why are you creating content? Now, a lot of the times it is because people are specifically helping someone with, you know, mindset or business, health, fitness, whatever it is, you want to get clear on what it is that you are helping somebody with, right? Because I also see a lot of people, they want to create something, but then they're all over the place and there is no real core identity with their brand. Now, the other side of this is your personality, right? Are you the type of person who is very like, you know, 24 seven, you have to work hard in order to succeed. That's more of like the masculine approach while, you know, yours might be more lean back and more feminine, more flowy, more calm, right? Or maybe your personality is really funny and really sassy, like whatever it is that you have. Once again, this isn't something that you go out there and you develop it, just something that is you, put that into your branding. And one thing that actually is really fun that I tell my clients to do is ask your closest like friends and family, have them write down a list of your top three um, weaknesses and your top three strengths. And typically the strengths is what you're able to highlight the most into your brand, right? Because for you, you might see, see something that of course stands out, but they know you sometimes better than you might know yourself. So that is um, something that I've done Numerous times my clients have done it and it's really great that they can highlight that into their content, to their brand. Um, so identity, you have personality. And then of course, the last part, which almost just goes into content is how are you using your voice to share your message? Now I have gone through, this is really funny because I have gone through so many courses and mentors and programs that teach you how to write copy. Now, I think there is strategy behind how you're enticing people to bring them into your world in terms of like headlines and how you're structuring it. But then also, since there are so many people using this way to market, a lot of people's copy and structure looks the exact same way. So what I tell people to do now is like, I call it the couch scenario. So act as if you're sitting on the couch with your best friend, 
how would you tell them something about your client or a pain point or a goal that you're trying to achieve? You're probably going to say a lot different than what you're saying online in how you're either writing the copy or how you're talking on video. It's going to sound completely different, right? So as you start to think about those three things, that that's how you start to develop your, your brand being authentic and how are you going to start to show up online. I love that part because I feel like it's like our less polished version and that's really who we are, you know, not when we get up on stage or when we're crafting a presentation, it's like who we are. I feel like, I feel like your reader can tell when you're being conversational and when you're being relaxed. So what I picked up on what you were saying was that there needs to be a high level of self-awareness to know that you're being authentic. And I think that's where, you know, really personal development and entrepreneurship or business really need to go hand in hand because you can be smart, you can have all the resources, but if you don't know yourself, you're going to do exactly what we were saying, either adopting too much of someone else's and not putting in your own identity into it. And you can only put your identity as if you know who you are. So I think those were really good um, processes that people can use to understand who they are and how they want to um, present themselves. So let's talk about the online space. Um, because I mean, you're really young. So this was probably, <laughs> you, you were like born into this, like, like, you know what I mean? Whereas for me, gosh, when did we start using computers? Like I was in school when computers like came out and it was like, you know, so for me, I was resistant to be online. Like I was like, oh gosh, okay. I'll, I'll get on Facebook. I was like, a, yeah. I was like in denial. Okay. I don't know why. Um, but now obviously you, you just have to be living under a rock to deny that Mm -hmm. the online space is, is a really big driver for, uh, where we can get our consumers. So what do you think in terms of online presence? Like how important is it as an entrepreneur in 2022 to have an online presence? Yeah, like honestly, like just like what you said, it's it's not even an option anymore. It's like you have to have it. And the reason why I say that too is because like when I I've never worked like a real nine to five job. Of course, I had part-time jobs early on when I was in college, but when I look at everything that happened in 2020, 2021, how many people lost their jobs? There's no security in that anymore. I remember I made a post, it was like March of 2022. And I was like, you have to build a brand. Once again, it's not an option anymore. And the and the main reason why is because you can't rely on your job to live right to generate income you always have to have something where you are financially secure and the best thing about social media and branding and creating offers coaching like whatever it is that you want to do you don't have to become a millionaire by doing it you can just have an additional 5k a month 10k a month coming in and just live your life i feel like there's also this Um, you know, once again, like hustle mentality going on in the online space that you have to be a millionaire. Otherwise, like 
your coaching isn't relevant. Otherwise people aren't going to take you seriously. Otherwise you're not going to get clients. And that just, that's honestly just bullshit because a lot of clients that come to me, they're like, I don't want to be like Tony Robbins. I just want to live my life and travel and not have to worry about bills. But when they do start to succeed once again, and they see all these other people preaching, you have to do more, you have to do more, you have to chase more, then they start to question, oh, do I actually have to do that, right? Instead of building a business that supports your lifestyle, they're starting to, you know, build this visionary business, which they didn't even want in the first place. And going back to like what you said, self-awareness. Um, I know for me, once again, when I got started, it wasn't just for lifestyle. I have a vision that I want to create. And that doesn't make me better than someone who wants to just have a lifestyle business. Right. So I feel like once you bring awareness to what it is that you want in your life, it makes it so much simpler to show up online because once again, there is no pressure to fit this certain mold of what you should be from people once again, that don't even know you. Mm, I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, I was at a dinner over the weekend with, with really uh, high performing women locally. And that was literally one of the things it's like, I'm doing great in my business, but now I feel like, is it okay to stay where I am? Like there's this external pressure that if I'm not growing, like I'm not successful, that my business isn't successful. And it's it's in this constant growth uh, phase. And I think that's, again, that, that does go to that hustle culture is very masculine. And I went through something similar last year where it wasn't really my desire to do this big expansion, but it was like other people talking to me in my close circle as well saying like, you know, this could be so much bigger. Why don't we do this so much bigger? But my heart wasn't actually there. And so it's so interesting that you say that. I'm really glad that you brought that up because I think more people need that permission to be like, well, what is important to you? What does success mean to you? Maybe for you, success means, you know, having a million dollar business, maybe success Mm -hmm. means having an extra stream of income. Maybe success Mm -hmm. means having the time freedom to be, to, to travel or to be with your kids. And just always um, my core thing is always going back and, and doing that inner work and really tapping into what is the mountain that you are supposed to climb? Cause there's nothing more disappointing. Cause I did that too, probably like in my twenties where I was like, Oh, okay. So these are all the, and I did the whole corporate thing. These are all the boxes that I need to be ticking. And I take them all. And then I'm like, shit, I have climbed the wrong mountain and this doesn't feel good. I'm with the wrong person. I'm in the wrong career. What am I doing? And that was a result of me not being with myself and and truly asking what it is that I want. So Mm -hmm. in this whole culture of constantly going, like I love hustle culture. Don't get me wrong. I love that. Like excitement. I love the energy, you know, in the morning when you're like, yeah, let's get it. I love that. But in the midst of that, don't forget to take a very deliberate pause and check Mm -hmm. in and be like, my liking the direction Maybe not mm-hmm. today. Like we all have our ups and downs. Some days are going to feel amazing. Some days you're going to be like, oh, I, I can't be bothered. But at, do am I in alignment with this direction, the overall direction of where I'm going? And I think that's um, so important for us to know in regards to how we are showing up um, online. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I'm like, I love this conversation. <laughs> I think it, it's so important. And I just feel like you bring such refreshing, um, like ideas to the table about just bringing it back to self. And I think that's what, what I'm really enjoying about what I believe is happening in, in the industry is more awakened leaders are saying like, just being really vulnerable and, and authentic. And rather than trying to position ourselves as we're so amazing, like you openly sharing that these are my challenges and this is what I did. And, you know, not following the, the blueprint that has been given to us, I think is so refreshing and I'm not surprised as to why people reach out to you. Um, So one of the things I do admire is your consistency. So let's talk a little bit about how we show up online because yeah, you're super, super consistent. Your brand is so on point. I love it. It's very welcoming. Um, I need to get better at being like the consistent piece because I I have heard it so many times. I'd love to get your perspective (laughs) on it too, about, you know, if someone resonates with you, right. Someone comes on your Instagram page and they're like, yeah, she, something about her, like I'm drawn to her. I'm loving her vibes. What -hmm. do you think is the thing that gets them across? Do -hmm. you think it's the sales call? Do you think like, what do you think it is? Mm -hmm. I feel like the main thing it is, is like once in, I feel like it always just goes back to like the voice that I'm using in my content, right? Because like I sell a lot, I sell every single day, but at the same time, I share a lot of value to even people who are never going to buy from me. So going back to like, also like, how do I show up like every day? How am I consistent? For me, once again, like when I got started, it was never with the intention to build a business. So sometimes I think about even if I never was selling anything, I love creating content. So I would still be creating content regardless. Um, I feel like for me, that is something that's so creative. It's fun. I have so many ideas. I I can create content in my sleep. But then also at the same time, Um, one of the main things that has got me to where I'm at right now is discipline, right? Because consistency, I feel like that can't happen without discipline. So for me, um, it really was a challenge, especially in the beginning, when I was in the beginning stages of starting my business, I was still in college. I graduated with two majors. I was taking care of my dad because he was sick. So for me, it really was, I had to prioritize and I had to make time, right? And for me, it was back then, I had to make my business work because I didn't want to work a job after I graduated. So I want to say you always have to put like a greater meaning and purpose behind why you're doing what you're doing. And at the same time, it's like, it's my job, right? It's like, I have to show up, right? It's like, you can't just not go into work one day because you don't feel like it. And that's gonna, you know, really distinguish you being a real business owner, a real entrepreneur um, versus just having this like cute business on the side, right? Because when you start to actually bring in clients, you start to bring in a team, you're responsible for other people's lives. So when you look at it from that way, It's no longer about, oh, you know, I'm just going to wake up when I feel like it, which of course you can still do, but like, it's not, I'm just not going to show up because I don't feel like it, but these are like what I like to call is like, these are just my tasks, my business tasks. I'll do get done for the day. 
just to make sure like my business is sustainable, it's growing, and then I can go do whatever I want go live my life. Right. And it's like, if you can't even do that, and it doesn't take me hours to create a post, like literally five minutes, someone can find five minutes during their day to make a post. Right. Just the main reason why people don't do it is they don't know how, or honestly, they're just lazy. (laughs) They're just lazy. You heard it here. Okay. I'm so glad we called that out. It's so true. It's like, sometimes we we come up with all these excuses, but at the, at the same time, it's like, if you had a regular job and you were expected to be there at 8am on a Monday morning, why can't you give yourself the same respect? This is your business. Like it's the, it's the yeah. most important job that you have. So I'm totally with you on that. Zaba, you're honestly so amazing and aspirational. I'm so glad that we connected on Instagram. Like I'm so grateful for Instagram because it's connected me with cool people and you're one of them. Um, and how can people get in touch with you to work with you? Yeah, absolutely. So of course we connect on Instagram. I'm probably the most active on Instagram. So you can find me there. My handle is at the Saba Ali and I have a bunch of, you know, free trainings, resources. You can check the link in my bio. And then of course, you know, feel free to reach out. I love connecting with new individuals, but yeah, Instagram is the best place. Yes. And I can vouch for that. You are always giving so much value and doing like webinars and all that. So definitely go check her out. Thank you so much, babe. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.